This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, Body Bags. From the Master of Terror, Three Tales to Chill and Thrill. Thrill? Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. Hotlanta. <laughs> I'm <trying>. Jesus Christ, Hotlanta. <laughs> what? What I do? Just minimalist humor. That's what you did. Yeah, really brought your A game. <laughs> yes. He's been he's been workshopping that for two weeks, and that's yep. why he hasn't been here. Uh, that's why I haven't been here. I've been writing for so long, and that's what <laughs> I came like, up with. He started out Thrills. with 14 pages of material, worked it down to just one word. <laughs> with a big old question mark. Yeah. Edit, edit, edit. I had nothing planned. So, Chris, uh, how does this movie... Oh, actually, well, Fuck! thank... Uh, Is that right? Should, kind of. I, I screwed up, though. I should say we should thank uh, Brett oh. Sontag, supposed oh, yeah. legend real cousin. Cousin Brett. And uh, two-legged bringer of destruction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the stuff Thanks. he told us. Thank you for suggesting this. And then how did this movie start, Chris? Well, we start with... Uh, Beginning. John Carpenter. With In the reach-around. Yeah. Wrap-around. Carpenter John, giving a reach-around. And he's working in the world's fanciest morgue. Yes. It's a very... It's like a... It's a... It's a... What a... What do they call that now? That's a vaporwave morgue. Yeah, it is very aesthetic. Yes. And uh, his job is to make bad jokes in between mm-hmm. segments, as this is an anthology. He's the morgue keeper. Yeah. But he does a good job. Crypt keeper laugh. That. You got it. Is it good? It- yes. I was He's doing our first do subtitling. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he right. introduces our first segment. Our first. The gas first station. Ooh, I wonder what it's about. Uh, there's a gas station involved. It's haunted petroleum. <laughs> <laughs> it's plagued by the ghosts of dinosaurs. It's too damned expensive. So we meet up right. with the uh, uh, two girls. Yep. One cup. Uh, no. Oh. Not that. <laughs> Thankfully. <laughs> and uh, the one is dropping the other one off for, for the gas station work. Yep. And this is a 90s gas station, so the it's it's a different thing. Yes. It's not all energy drinks and fountain. No way, dude! Machines. Just dollar fifty gas and three dollar cigarettes. Yeah, they also they also don't sell Bitcoin there. They've got like a a service CBD. It's a no service CBD. station. Yeah, actually, yeah. Do you guys have gas stations near you that sell Bitcoin? Oh yeah, yeah the, the sketchy okay. little carryout up from the house has got a weird Bitcoin ATM. Okay, I just want to make sure that wasn't like just. A where I live thing. I've never seen anyone use it, but literally in the heart of the hood, they have Bitcoin ATMs. How else are you going to buy things on the dark web? How else are you going to buy Pornhub subscriptions for your brother-in-law? It's true. Push yep. it through the blockchain. Yes. I don't know. <clears throat> I can't wait till I can buy NFTs at the gas station. <laughs> Like a picture of a monkey or something, right? Yeah. Well, not the picture itself. It's just oh. the, the receipt to the picture. The picture of the picture. You're buying the proof that you own it. Yes. Not You're not buying the picture itself. You're just buying the proof that you own the picture. Yeah. So, but I don't own the not picture. Yes. You, wrong? The important thing shit. is, it's not okay. fungible. Yeah, 
don't fudge the goddamn token, whatever you do. You know? So help me, God, if you fudge that token. Don't fudge token. I mean, it's non-fungible, so you shouldn't be able to fudge it. If you fudge it, you've broken the system. I've never fudged anything. Well, then, boy, howdy, do I have an opportunity for you. My car is 26 years old. Do I? Does any of this apply to me? <laughs> uh, what better time than now to think about your future? See, you're investing in the future. Let's put your car on the blockchain. Yeah. Okay, do I just leave it at the ATM by that sketchy carryout? No, you have to put it on the blockchain in oh. your front yard. Do I have to sell a picture of it? No, you, you, would, sell- you sell the ownership of the picture. Yes. But I still have the picture. How can yeah. you not understand this complete nonsense? <laughs> uh, this is the second episode in a row that's dissolved, devolved into NFT stupidity. Sometimes all I know to do is weep. Uh, that's the best way to cope. <laughs> so yeah, so anyway, this is a 90s gas station, which means there's a service station attached to it, which... Is the same as the gas station down the road from me that sells Bitcoin. But you um, don't own the picture. Right. Yeah. It's like owning the deed to a car. Like, but you don't. It's because it's fungible. Like own the car. No, it's not fungible. I'm saying words I've heard. <laughs> it's very <laughs> recently. I mean, hopefully we're all saying words we've heard and we didn't just make words up. All words are made up. So I own the picture. Yes, you own the picture. Oh, okay. Uh, you, just just you, though. Settled. Perfect. Yeah. That's all I needed to hear. So, uh, anyway, gas station. First night. She uh, she gets shown the ropes by... Uh, oh, they talked about the serial killer on the radio. You skipped that part. Yeah, okay. Yes. He didn't have a hook for a hand. He did not escape from a local mental hospital. And uh, the guy trading her is like, you know, stay in the booth. Here's the thing. Here's the stuff. Stay in the booth. Here's 36 keys. <laughs> Here's the There's phone two number. Keys. And There's then you just don't, you don't see the guy no more. One key unlocks the booth. One key does everything else. One's for and the bathroom. And then the key to the public. Everything. <laughs> and uh, so he leaves and she's off for her first shift. Very little training, even, you know, for an overnight shift to the gas station. Yeah, he's just well, like, like, here's the keys, I don't know. Sure, nothing on the register. It's just a bunch of buttons. Yeah, you pull the handle and the, makes the chain Kachinga. Yeah. Perfect. Dollar signs, all that. No. Um, so, the guy who comes up and buys Coronado's. Those were probably okay cigarettes in the 90s, I think, maybe. Or maybe it was food. How I'm long has it been sure. since you paid two seventy five for a pack of cigarettes, Chris? High school. Yeah, high school. <laughs> well before so I was supposed to be buying cigarettes. <laughs> Junior high school. And what, but who played the guy who came up and asked for Coronados? Was that anybody famous? Jimmy Carter. Yes, it was... Jimmy Carter himself. Was that one Wes Craven or was he someone else Wes Craven? No, that I think that was Wes Craven. He was the That's first what I guy. Thought. Yeah. So like and by the way, like, there's a f- bunch of fucking names in this movie. Like, yeah. All the names. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Looking through the credits, I'm like, yep, oh, I know that name, I know that name, I know that name, and that name, and that name, and that name, and that name. There's so yeah, many. So Wes names Craven to know. Wes Craven, Craven buys cigarettes and then fucks right off. Yeah. And then uh some guy in a fancy little sports car shows up mm-hmm. to purchase some gas. And, she's, and, and if they pay with the credit card, she's supposed to get their license number. Yeah. I get did, did he mean like license plate number or driver's license number? Both. All the identifiable information. Okay. Small blood sample, semen sample, urine sample, Ur- stool, stool sample. sample. Yeah, she just puts the little drawer out and he climbs up onto it and leaves a stool sample. Please shit in the box, sir. 
I don't make the rules. <laughs> please leave all your samples in the box. Please, please At once. shit and ejaculate simultaneously <laughs> into the box. After you're done pissing. And then we'll yes. sort it all out at the lab. Yeah. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we have a machine that sorts those three things specifically from each other. Thank you Deposit very much them for all, your patronage. We'll let the lab sort it out. <laughs> the boys at the lab will take care of it. They love their job. Here's your garbage bag full of assorted <laughs> detritus for people. Yeah. It's like everything just marked it up! biohazard. Oh, it smells like poop and sin. <laughs> I said sort it. Oh, boy. And I'm back. Uh, Yeah. The, but so he gives her a credit card. He buys his gas. They kind of flirt a little bit. Um, he gets back in his car and drives off, and she realizes that she he still has she still has his credit card. Oh, yeah. what a clumsy accident! And she runs out to try to wave him down. She went out of the booth. Uh oh. Yep. Got a key. And then uh, there uh, transient a, shows up. Yeah. Yes. He has to use the restroom. He has to use the facilities for whatever he has to facilitate just right now. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't have the look of a guy who's too concerned about pissing in a toilet. Yeah, he can't poop in the poop pee semen box. Maybe it was his birthday, and that was his treat to himself. I'm going to pee in a building today. (laughs) Yeah. I haven't done it for a whole year, so we're going to make it special. Peeing inside. And uh, yeah. she's I like... I to pee outside. She realizes she's forgot her keys. Peeing inside what? And You know what I mean? Like, what are we peeing into? Porcelain bowls, usually? I'm pretty worried about this. Oh, okay. That sounds fine. And water? Yeah. Why yeah, are you we take at me like I'm crazy, dog? And add our urine to it. Yeah. You put it all in a box and they fucking sort out the lab, you know what I mean? No, it just occurred to me how weird that is, that we take fresh, clean water, and then we add urine to it. Why don't we add water to the urine, you know? They just, like, keep our toilets full of urine and periodically put some water in it. I know, but then we send it down there to our water system, water fucking facility, which then separates the water back out of the urine. And then we drink our old pee water. Yeah. That's the circle of life. Okay. Yeah, like that Lion King song. Yes. Simba smear. Ugh. Anyway, how does she get back into the booth? She uh, heads to the service station and gains entry there through the door where the, like the garage doors where the cars get fixed. Mm-hmm. Gets the key. Sends uh, the transient on his way to do his business. And then uh, some kind of crazy Texan shows up. Oh, yeah, with his uh, girl, quote-unquote girlfriend? Yeah. He wanted super-duper irregular. Yes. I mean, you have to pay extra for that. (laughs) That's very expensive. (laughs) And uh, he needs to use... I like a lot of irregularities in my gasoline for my car. That's true. I like the least pure gas possible. <laughs> yes. Chris wants sludge. Yeah. He's he, put, sh- you know, he put sugar in the tank of his own car. Makes it go slower. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it tastes delicious. <laughs> it is more delicious that way. <laughs> <laughs> A spoonful of sugar helps the gasoline go down. Gasoline with no sugar? No thank you. Ugh. Gasoline with some sugar? It's sugar. I mean, it's empty calories either way. Yeah. It's good for you. And a uh, Texan man heads to the bathroom mm-hmm. and says that she the... She asked the Texan man to go see what that homeless man is doing in the bathroom. Yeah. Yes. And He's meanwhile, the, his, masturbating in the right box, you know what I mean? His quote-unquote girlfriend is trying to put gas in the car but can't figure out how to make the gas pump work. Yeah. She's a dingus. <laughs> yes. So uh, yes, our heroine heads to show her how to utilize heroine. a gas pump. But remembers to grab the key this time. Yeah. 
the the Texan comes back out of the bathroom and says the transient is just laying by the toilet, so he peed over him. Yeah, he's like curled up around the toilet like it's a a pet or something, and he's then yeah, he a, just a little a little sleep. He just launched his uh his yellow rocket over him. But but does he own the picture? <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? I this guy seems like he probably did own a picture. Uh, yeah, at least <laughs> one. One or two pictures. He punched the hell out of that token. <laughs> yeah. I, I think he's going to punch the hell out of that lady who couldn't operate the gas pump. Yeah. Also, she was cold and wanted to go, but they were in a convertible, so I'm not sure <laughs> what it's she was going to go colder. Gain. No, Chris, she wanted to go. Yeah, man. Oh. Uh, <laughs> he was going to give her the hot beef injection. They were going to play hide the salami. Yes. He's definitely going to punch that token. He's yeah. gonna own the picture. <laughs> so uh they leave <laughs> and uh she goes to check on the transient gentleman. But what she sees is like a, a horrifying visage has been drawn on the fucking it, stall. It looked it's like, like the devil was killing right. Genova from Final Fantasy. It's murderly Erdler graffiti. Yeah. Yeah, it looked like the cover to a metal album. It did. Yeah. But apparently it's so horrifying that she, like, almost vomits, and I can't imagine a scenario where I saw that picture and almost It almost died. Yeah. It almost killed you (laughs) to see a picture. You should have taken a picture of it, Chris, and then sold an NFT of that picture on the blockchain. So if you would have sold it and somebody bought it, would they, like, own the picture? No. Not physically. Ah, yeah. But if you go to that Bitcoin thing at that shady carryout, you own. You would then buy virtual currency, right? With which to purchase virtual or ownership of a physical object. The picture. Yes. See, now I understand. You're really getting it, Grandpa. I'm gonna burn all my people money. Yep. And only get stuff by that little red ATM from the carryout. Yeah, now, now yeah. you're getting it. And we can just live yeah. on the pictures. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. See? <laughs> I don't feel so dumb now. Also, now. you can buy all your drugs online that way, and they can't trace you, supposedly. Nah, no drugs, only pictures. I'm addicted to the pictures now. That's right. Just fucking mainlining those things. Give me some pictures. <laughs> just smoking NFTs. Hell yeah. Silicon makes my lungs feel bad. I like it. <laughs> Smoking plastic. <laughs> Proof of inhalation. That's the new uh, the new <laughs> blockchain uh, methodology. Uh, sick blockchain jokes. <laughs> I want a picture. I mean, that one's a pretty deep cut. That, that like. was pretty good. I'm not mad about it. <laughs> I am. It's about as far as I can go, though. So, anyway, let's see um, how far Chris can go. Presumably, the Texan couple drive off to go dirty an hourly hotel, copulate, and, and uh, she makes it back. And the ensign, uh, you know, she played an ensign on Star Trek: Next Generation for like two episodes at the beginning. No. I was like, this lady looks familiar. Why does she look familiar? And it's because I rewatched Next Generation last year. So, yep, ends in gas station lady. Yeah, she uh, she sees the truck in the service area moving up and down. So she goes yeah. to that check it out right. with a pipe wrench. Yep, because that's how you fix things is with pipe wrenches. And she finds the transient gentleman with his throat all slit. Yep. Too much slit. So she, was that the one that was played by Sam Raimi? I don't know. Chris doesn't know either. I don't think he was the transient guy. He was one of the people that showed up, I think. Okay. No, wait. I, well, he, plays, he? he plays a dead guy. I know that. Yeah. I don't think Sam Raimi was in this one, or was he? He was. I think he played dead Bill. Yeah. Anyway. So she heads back to the little uh, cashier booth, tries to call the guy who trained her, 
That's who Sam Raimi is. The guy who trained her? Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. Bill. But she can't get a hold of him. To get someone else instead, though. Yeah. The aforementioned escape lunatic. Yeah. Who does a really solid uh, voice thing. What the fuck? I can't even think what that is. machine joke? Thank you. Like, we're sorry. This call cannot be completed. It has dialed. Yeah. And then, and then he cuts the cord with a fucking machete. Yeah, because he means serious business. It's more efficient that way. Yeah. So and he... Danny uh, Trejo was there to stop him, so... That's uh, true. Trejo. So he heads to the little booth thing where she's freaking out. She finds uh, Bill in a locker in the back. Yeah, Sam Raimi played that. Yeah. Dead Bill, yeah. And, uh... I don't think he played Bill, he just played Dead Bill. And he's smashing up the glass, the, uh, escapee, with, with a, a sledgehammer. sledgehammer. That was pretty yeah, wild. Yeah, I love that. That, that looked pretty, pretty intense, good. I will say. Like, that was a good job. Thank you for saying that. And he, uh, he makes his way through the glass, finally, where she's now in the bathroom, hiding... He busts open the door and she wallops him with some kind of stool. Sample? Ha! Uh, no. Poop? Okay. No, it was what? not. It was not poop. Your poop remains to be seen. I'm looking at it. <laughs> I mean, it's not Christmas. Yeah. Mr. Hanky, the Christmas poo. Yes. And uh, that's that's Chris's alter ego. So she wallops him and casually walks away in the slowest of possible way you could after a guy with a machete and a sledgehammer accosted you. You have you have to conserve your energy, Chris. If you if you go all out too soon, you're not going to have anything left for the end. Yeah, how are you going to fight him off later if you don't kill him now? I mean, you know, she whapped him and he fell out. Like, finish the job. There's not a killer, Chris. She's he received severe brain well, trauma from uh, from getting whacked in the mouth with a fucking step stool or something. <laughs> and uh, so she thinks she's safe, but she's not. And he chases her into the service area. She tries to get into the truck that the transient corpse is in. But he Wait. hits the lift and she can't get away. And just when things are looking bad... Guy in sports car shows back up from earlier. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And For, he tackles Psycho Killer. Yeah. Let's just say. Ba 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 ba. Ba 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 ba. <laughs> and uh, he rolls up under the truck that's on the lift, and a gas station lady, instant gas station lady, drops it on him and crushes him into a goo pile. Yes. Because it turns out she is a killer. Yes. And uh, that's pretty much it for the first one. Yep. And then uh, we go back to to John Carpenter. He makes some sick-ass jokes and drinks some formaldehyde, talks about fake tits. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Because it makes it hard to put women in the drawers, apparently, with the the fake tits. Poking up too high. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we segue into section two. With Papatitis. It's called Hair. Dennis Franz. Not Dennis Franz still. No matter how many times you say Dennis Franz. I said it like 50. At least. Dennis Franz Ferdinand. Okay. (laughs) No. Aw, damn it. I I know what day Franz Ferdinand died. Let's hit him over the head with it. He'll say it eventually because he'll stop caring. True. So uh, this story opens up with uh, not Dennis Franz Dennis at all. Franz Ferdinand. Papa Titus. Papa Ferdinand. And he's uh, he's going a little uh, a little light on top these days, yeah. thin and out. Can relate from male pattern baldness. Yeah, and he's uh, his girlfriend. 
Sheena Easton. Yeah. Because there's just all the stars are in this. It's weird. Yeah. Fucking Sheena Easton. <laughs> it was weird because she looked weird, like just made up like a normal person instead of like an 80s pop icon. Yeah. And uh, he's very self-conscious about said hair loss. And she's like, that's nah, like, fine. Yeah, like, dude, you're fine. Like, I don't care. And he's like, but my virility. Yeah. And she's she's like, I'm fucking Sheena Easton, and I'm all like, want to do wiener stuff with you. Why are you being weird about all this hair stuff, man? Like, don't worry about it. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, but I must be, because virility. Yeah. And, uh... He goes to put a toupee on, and she's like, nah, fuck that. Go go talk to my boy down at the salon. Billy Haircut? Yeah. Zohan. The he'll, Zohan. He'll line that shit up for you. Billy he'll Zohan. Make you, he'll make you silky smooth. But, uh... Mitchell products. Papa Titus don't care for Billy Haircut's attitude towards things. No. Because he because wants hair, damn it. Not yeah, he's want a hair style. He wants hair. Yeah, and then there's the weird scene where everybody has hair and they're all like in slow motion. Yeah, walking by. Yeah, there's like a a blonde lady. Chris said a dog was attractive. Well, the dog was attached to Greg Nicotero, so I could see why it would be more attractive that way. Chris yeah. said that the lady that was walking was attractive because it was slow, and then the dog was also moving slow. Therefore, Chris said the dog was attractive. That, see? That, that, is, that is the power of transitive property. <laughs> the power of transitive slow motion. Now he owns yeah. the picture. Yeah. And, uh... So he, attractive dog. Papa Titus stops at the local uh, beauty supply store and he buys all of the stuff. With lamb fetus extract. Yeah, good for your hair, he That's said. That's what I buy sure. stuff with. Uh, he didn't buy it with lamb Nobody fetus ever accepts it, but that's what I try to buy things with. <laughs> I'll pay you three drops of lamb fetus <laughs> extract for that car. Please don't. <laughs> Just have it. Go away. <laughs> Please take the car and leave, sir. <laughs> but the extract. How does it feel to know you're responsible for that specific sign on that specific carryout? <laughs> Please do not pay. We do not accept personal checks or lamb fetus extract. <laughs> do not accept lamb fetus extract from this man. And then it's not like a grainy fucking CCTV picture of you. I'm all slack-jawed <laughs> and pissed off. It would take my... <laughs> With a big Ziploc bag up next to your head. <laughs> I've got it right here. <laughs> I extracted it myself. <laughs> what do you mean it's not currency? <laughs> I'm just buying an NFT with it, though. <laughs> then I would own the picture. <laughs> Sir, stop jumping this lampetus extract into our sketchy ass ATM. I couldn't get it out of it, so I'm putting it in it. <laughs> Clearly, it's ran out. Yep. Is that Bitcoin? Lamb fetus extract? Yeah. Yep. It's, it's based on a proof of wool uh, model. <laughs> I don't understand the world, so I just, you know, I assume that whatever you guys tell me is true. But yeah, I'm just going to start paying for everything with lamb fetus extract. <laughs> I mean, just like yeah. I have been. Shut up, Chris. Also, also, he paints his head with like the fucking. Spray on, quote unquote, hair. It's true. Yeah, which causes Sheena Easton to be all like, "Nah, for real though, you spray painted your head." Nah, uh, family. I think we need some time apart. Yeah, although she does kiss his head at one point, and then it leaves like fucking black stuff on her face. Yeah, and he laughs about it. They have a you good know, laugh. That's it's the funny. way to keep your girlfriend. <laughs> Uh, my lack of confidence in my masculinity caused you to look funny. Ha 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 ha. Tee hee. So he, uh, he's down in the dumps on account of his lady friend is gone. And he catches a commercial on the TV from Dr. Hair Sark. Sark? No, this, it, Sark from Tron. Oh, yeah, you're right. 
So he heads over to see the doctor because apparently he's got the inside track on this hair situation. Well, I mean, he liked he liked the treatment so much that he bought the company. Yeah, he's also a client. Yeah. And uh, the doctor takes a picture of him and puts it into his 1993 machine, what gives him crazy haircuts. And a total and it, recall thing. It was a VCR. Yeah, he, he showed the picture, picture in. He showed the picture into a VCR, and then they created different hairstyles onto his head for him. Yeah, science is fucking amazing. Oh, and the nurse is Debbie Harry from Blondie. Yeah, it's weird. It's all weird. It's all so weird. And uh, after seeing several styles, he chooses to go with the stallion. Stallion. Yeah, the Fabio, as I like to call it. Yeah, which is just long hair. Yeah, long flowing hair. Yeah. And uh, Rich, luscious locks of hair. No pinworms. Yeah. And the treatment is applied. You put a bandage on your head, and then you get up the next day. Bam, you all haired up like a motherfucker. Yep. Because that's how science works. Yeah. But. So he does all those things. Gets up the next day, and bam, hair. Yeah. Far as like the eyes can see. Like, it, almost down to his asshole. Yeah. And uh, he freaks out and makes several references to things that I am too young to understand. Really? I think I got all of them. I don't remember what they were, but I don't remember being confused by them. The last one I didn't get, I got the first two, and then the last one I just what 100% was just lost on. Any idea what they were? The last one was talking about his men. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, actually, I don't think I got that one. And I did not oh, understand that. He was that. like, make sure my men are fed and send in the women. Yeah, and I'm like, what, are you pirate or what? I don't... Yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I just assumed that was random, like, I'm a commander and I will make sure my men are taken care of before I, like, destroy this harem, I think, is what he was going for. I don't recall the last three hours. True. Uh, understandable. And then, uh, is my contribution. His his lady friend shows back up, and she's all like, "Damn, dude, look at all that she, hair!" Yeah, she's like, "You know, I said I didn't care, but it turns out apparently I do." And you ain't got no pinworms in that hair. No. And they uh. They spend the evening making passionate love. Implied, not not shown. Thank they God. made whoopee. I mean, I did not want to see Stacy Keach doing the business. That's just that's a personal thing for me. I mean, there's only one person in the world I wanted to see do the business in this movie, and we get to see it eventually. Yes. So, there's that to look forward to. Mm-hmm. The big reveal. <laughs> yeah. Oakley dokely. So uh he gets up the next day after all of their love making and he's got a tickle in his throat. He ain't feeling so right. Uh and I, I immediately said he's got hair in his throat. Yeah, well, you were close. Pinworm. I, I was close. I was I was in set right ballpark. Yeah. And we'd see little little strands run off across the room, mm. crawl away. And uh, he he like he goes to uh, the stylist guy again, and all the women are just uh, super infatuated with his hair now. Yeah, and even the stylist is like, "Wow, this is amazing!" Yeah, like, and it's not a weave, and he's like, "Oh no, baby, it's all mine." <laughs> yeah, which I yeah. really liked how he said that. I don't know if that just struck me as like <laughs> hilarious. It's, it's fucking Stacy Keach. He's awesome. He's amazing. Yeah, yeah. no, and baby. Somehow he's in this movie. It's all mine, baby. Yeah, he went full Papatitis on. Like that character was Papatitis, and he uh. He gets a little trim, and we see some more of the pinworms. Yeah, pinworms. Yeah, they go crawling off across the hair cuttery floor, the salon floor. And uh, he he keeps feeling bad. Hair is now growing. 
everywhere, like out of his cheekbones, and he's got super long eyebrows. And yeah, oh, I did like though that he's like, oh no, honey, sorry, I can't. I don't think I make can make dinner tonight. I don't feel well. And she's like, are you cheating on me? Like, as she assumes, as soon as he is hot with his hair, <laughs> that he's got like seventeen women like lined up to to sleep with him or something. Yeah. So that was pretty good. Also, women be shopping. I guess. Am I right? Yeah. Am I right, fellas? Uh, yeah, we all we all know. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, and he um, he does pull like a hair out of his throat or his teeth or something, and cuts it, and then gets bit by the little worm. At yeah, he's the end got of the hair. He's got his comically large magnifying glass, so we can look at it closer. Now you say comically large, but my sister-in-law, who just doesn't go to the op- the optometrist apparently, and has needed prescription strength reading glasses for years, has one of those with which to read books. Books. Yeah, that, yep. is, that doesn't change my stance on it's comically large. Oh no, it, it's it, I just think it enhances your stance, Chris. Oh, yeah, you need a stance enhancer. Yeah. Hey, do you suffer from low stance? <laughs> do you need your stance enhanced? It happens to 30% yeah. of all men. <laughs> so uh, he's now uh, come down with a bad case of face lesions to go along with his pinworms and hair everywhere. Yeah, I mean, because presumably the, the hairs come out of his face and then left. Yeah. So he heads back to... Uh, We're out of here. The hair doctor. He's like, hey, I can't help but notice I got a whole lot of hair and pinworms and face lesions. Uh, the fuck is that about? I'm getting sweat in my lesions. Oh, and then Sark is like, well, that's because we are a race of alien worms who feed on human brains. And the best way to get our worms in your brains is to appeal to your vanity. That adds up. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and then it just kind of stops. Like the, the these has stories have a habit of just being over. Yeah, but basically, he's like, "Hey, uh, take this guy, bag him up, send in the next client." Yeah, which I su- suppose. I mean, he was suffering from a bad case of worm brain, so I mean, it's not like he's going to do anything else other than just eventually become a comatose. Yeah, but husk. wasn't wasn't the doctor and. And Blondie, weren't they hosts? Like, isn't that... Why Why didn't they have face lesions? Well, presumably because the worms are keeping things in check so that they can continue to infect more and more people. Yeah, but wouldn't it be advantageous to just not totally eat everyone and just infect everyone? Well, I mean, they can only do so much. Yeah, they're only pinworms. I guess that's fair. Yeah third time in my life I've put too much faith in the pinworm. Yeah. <laughs> but you'll do it again. We all do. Yeah. But we won't speak about the other two. No. Damn pinworms. I signed an NDA. So <laughs> what are you going to do? The pinworms it, own the picture. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're back to John Carpenter who talks some shit and drinks some formaldehyde. Yep. No, he doesn't because he's out of formaldehyde. So he pours something out of a bottle and it's clear and has an eyeball in it. And this is the one where he makes the joke that's so bad that he straight breaks the fourth wall and just looks like he can't be fucking bothered to deal with this for a second, which He's is like, real good. Yes, I made that joke. Fucking deal with it. I've made peace with it. Yeah. He knows how bad that joke was, and he's like yeah. daring you he's to like, not be okay with it. He's like, I'm still getting paid for this. How about yeah. you? I'm still John Carpenter, asshole. What are you going to do about that? Yeah. Yeah, I can still compose shit. Check out the six synth rip. Huh. Yep. <laughs> and it was pretty sick. Yeah, it was because he's John fucking Carpenter. He's John freaking Carpenter. Friggin'. And now we're on our freaking Rollins joke. <laughs> and we're on our last tale. Uh, the eye. The eye. I wonder what's eye. It's and about this, votes. It's about baseball. Yes. With a mustachioed Mark Hamill, which is not a good look. 
I, I mean, could have lived my entire life without seeing a mustachioed Mark Hamill. What the hell like, Luke Skywalker up to anyway? I mean, clean-shaven Mark Hamill, great. Bearded Mark Hamill, great. Mustachioed Mark Hamill, not great. Yeah, he definitely gets called in the police lineups a whole lot with that mustache. Yeah. For very specific crimes. <laughs> yeah. Did Crime, crimes against humanity for having that fucking mustache. Yeah. And it wasn't even like the 80s when everybody was on enough coke where they convinced themselves that mustaches were a thing. You had to catch your coke just in case it fell out and so yeah. you use it later. And uh, he is a minor league baseball player. Yep, for the Bisons. And uh, the word on the street is he's going to be called up to the majors. Yeah, because he hit like a fucking home run, like a to, basically like a walkaway home run, right? <laughs> Yeah. Or well, that was to distract there. everybody from the satellite. Yes. Or do you want to see me sock some dingers? dingers. Sock Dick some dingers? dingers. <laughs> and uh, everybody wants to go celebrate and have some drinks or whatever, but he's going to go home to his wife. Yep. And somebody makes a joke about how he's just too fucking devoted to his wife. Yeah. Like a, like a nerd. Yeah. You know, what the are woman you doing he, like, being uh, devoted to your spouse? What's the matter with you? Yeah, I mean, like, why would you be devoted to the person that you decided you wanted to spend the rest of your life with? That's That doesn't make any sense. What kind of loser does that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have issues with people who complain about their spouses a whole lot. I don't, like, I don't get it. Like, if you didn't like the person that much, why did you marry them? Tax reasons. There's better reasons. Tax reasons. <laughs> blood, blood match in case I need a, an organ. There you go. Chris is pretty taxing. I will, I will agree with that. It's fair. Yeah. Tough but fair. I'll allow it. Yep. And uh, so he so, but his his wife has a surprise for him when he gets home. Well, his first. wife Twiggy. No, no, she calls because he talks to her on the payphone. Well, yeah, this yeah. Is the nineties and payphones actually exist. And, uh, and she's like, I have a surprise for you, honey. He's like, what is it? Like, I, I'm not going to tell you until you get home. And But meanwhile, she has a card that says, like, to daddy from mommy. Yeah. So implying that they are going to have a child. And it's fucking Twiggy is his wife, which, whatever. I don't know. Weird. Like, how do you get Twiggy to do a movie? I don't know. Yeah. So he's uh, he's driving home in the rain. And he, boy, he really wants to change the cassette tape. Huh. Yep. I mean, to just mm. the right one. That's right. Guy got a little Eddie Rabbit in there, singing about how he loves a rainy night. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I only know that from GTA. Uh, no, I know that from listening to it with my parents when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he distractedly while going after cassette tapes swerves to not hit a deer yep and crashes his car which means he's not from the midwest he didn't use the force because <laughs> you in the midwest you know if there's if you don't swerve to miss the deer you just take the deer out yeah yeah that's that's classic 101 driving in the country is like yeah just fucking hit the deer yeah, like you're more you're you're more likely to do more damage to everybody, the car, yourself, and everybody else if you swerve than if you just take out the deer. Hey, just chase it down through the field and get it and get back on the road. Yeah. You just make sure you have the hunt, hunting license for your car. That's Very specific license. This yeah. one day on my way to work, I saw a state highway patrol guy on the highway shoot a deer with a fucking handgun. That was a fucking <laughs> weird morning. <laughs> Because presumably its legs were broken or something. Yeah, I'm just like we're pulling on the entrance ramp and I look over and I'm like that motherfucker's gonna shoot that deer. <laughs> and it's just crack, crack. And I'm like, yeah, he shot the fuck out of that deer. Like 7.30 in the fucking morning on a Monday. I guess that's what I'm doing on the way to work. <laughs> Have a good day. Well, that's better than the time my dad was driving to work and a pheasant flew across the road and was a little too slow and landed in his passenger seat going through his front windshield. <laughs> oh man, Everybody. 
he turned around and came home after that. No, that's fair. That's that's day off work shit if I ever heard about it. <laughs> Sorry, I got a fucking it's bird in my car now. I don't fucking know, man. It's fucked up. Yep. I'm gonna call it right here. Yep. Yeah. It's uh hmm. the joys of living in the country. So uh the car is crashed. Some the two good Samaritans do stop to help him out. Well, if by help out you mean go, that's fucked, and walk off. <laughs> yeah. Well, because he, as he turns to them, he's got like fucking half a windshield stuck in his right eye. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, and one guy just like, I can't, my stomach will not handle this. <laughs> and the other guy's like, yeah, dude, that's fucked. Up. Yeah. Wow, that's real bad. <laughs> Good luck. Dude, you should get that looked at. Yeah, I'm no doctor, but get it looked at because of his eye. Good one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that was that was, that one had layers. <laughs> so he comes to in the hospital where uh, Doctor Roger Corbin comes in. Yep. Which I was says, excited about. And he's like, "I can fix your eye for like twenty thousand dollars, <laughs> and we'll make at least twenty thousand dollars off of that." Do you want to be in Robot Jocks? I have an opening. I want to see Robot Jocks. I still haven't seen it yet. <laughs> it, fuck it. It's a Roger Corbin movie. I know. <laughs> Space Truckers and Robot Jocks are like two movies that I saw trailers for and never got to see. It's no Cardasaur, but it'll do the trick. <laughs> so, uh, turns out that at this hospital, they have a doctor who specializes in eyeball transplants. Well, no, who is testing a new medical procedure of eyeball transplants. This is this is a cutting-edge, yeah. state-of-the-art medicine. And uh, the only downside is that it they can't they can't match uh, the color of his eye to the new eye because you know you take what you can get. Yep, he's gonna have one brown eye and one Mark Hamill colored eye, which I think is blue. Yeah, or green. Yeah, I don't remember. Both. Yeah. So they uh, white or green blue. They give him the swap, the swippity swap, the old swippity swap. Yes. They well they op- they put a new eye into his face casting. Yeah. Yeah. The dummy of his head. And uh. They're like, yeah, you're going to have headaches. It's going to be weird. Don't do too much strenuous labor. Yeah. Because somehow that will affect your eye. You don't want to throw yeah. your eye out, dog. Nah, for real. Like, if you... Like, you've never seen somebody who, like, was choking and then their eyes got all bloodshot from the... Okay, no, that's that's different. That's the Valsalva maneuver, which causes a spike in blood pressure. But like, just like moving around isn't going to do it. If you hold your breath while like lifting weights, yes, you will. You will spike your blood pressure and pop a blood vessel or something. But just well, like that's why you breathe out when you do your bench press, for example. I I know you look at me and you think there's a guy who knows all about how to bench press. <laughs> but I assure you, I do not. Chris does often take people to the gun show. It's called a Valsalva maneuver. All I know about lifting things is you want to lift with nothing but your back. Well, I mean, you want to put your groin into it a lot too, and you want to you want to stand up sharply and try to yeah. spin with a twisting, least, jerking motion. At least two full revolutions before you're all the way up. Yeah, yeah. Lock your I, knees. No, I well, mean, yeah. Like I mean, you want to lock them, but you don't want to think about your knees too much. You really want to kind of like bend at the groin, and you want to have a a good stomp when you jump up and spin. No, I I will say one time I uh, I was trying to hit the ground real hard. That's all I'm saying. Like a handstand press up, you know, like when you're like on your, you're doing a handstand, you try to press yourself up. Yeah, Chris, when you were doing your handstands. Yeah, obviously I've done those. I I did that once and didn't. I the only time I've ever done it, I didn't breathe out when I did it, so I performed a Valsalva maneuver and I like fucking popped a bunch of blood vessels in my upper cheeks and it looked like I'd fucking like had been on like a 
40 year old bender, like a 40 year bender <laughs> until they all healed up again. Chris is so a 40 year bender. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, Maybe nothing. So, yeah, so he's got a brand new miscolored eye. Um, they send him home with instructions to not do too much exercise. Uh, they get home and they like apparently he wants to like redo his backyard. He's got a bunch of stuff staked out and lines cut into the soil. Yeah, you gotta uh, cut your lines into the soil. Yeah. And uh, apparently you don't hire um Latino people to, to do this for you in the nineties. He used the force. Yeah. Oh, uh, he doesn't use the force in this. No, he, doesn't. he should have not not even once. He treats the, for- the force like it's meth. It would have saved him so many times. Probably. And meanwhile, his wife's like, oh, yeah, and by the way, that surprise I had for you is this baby crib because we're going to have a baby. Put it together. Yep. And he's like, actually, I just feel like reading the Bible because reading the Bible is the thing that everybody does. Yeah, we can all identify with the Bible. Yeah, so instead of doing work in his yard... Or putting together his baby crib, he's going to read the Bible. Until the next day. Eep. The and next, the next day. day, he's eating breakfast. Yeah, delicious that, eggs. Yes, that his lovely wife has made for him. And he keeps having these weird flashes. Like, at first, it's just like they just flash white on the screen. And he kind of grimaces. I thought that might have been the force, but Chris kept telling me to please stop saying the force. That was the force of epilepsy. Ah. Yeah. And uh, he kind of like focuses on her long blonde hair as she bends down to to get something. Um, and then she leaves because she's got to go to work. Yeah. And uh, he decides that he's had enough of this shitty breakfast. So he hucks it in the garbage disposal. Who throws eggs down a garbage disposal? Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Just scrape them into the fucking trash. That's true. They're going to stank, dog. I don't fucking care. Like, it's better than, like, clogging up your fucking pipes with eggs. Egg stank. Egg stank. (laughs) I saw them open for a Limp Biscuit. Egg stank is pretty good. And uh, the disposal ends up uh, having a human hand come out of it. A human arm coming out of it, yeah. It's all bloody and weird. It's because he wasn't running the water. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you get a bad case of tempera paint arm if you don't run the water into your uh, garbage disposal when you run it. It's true. That's why they tell you to run the water. Yeah. They don't tell you why you don't not to, but they tell you to, to to it. And, uh, yeah, to to it, damn it, to to it. And then this is then he heads out after freaking out about the arm that wasn't really there. Yeah, to violently drive sticks and tie string around stuff in his yard. Yeah, because he's I don't know what the fuck he's doing, not using the force. He is planning out his back garden. Backyard again, and as and as I said, he's and he's just doing it himself instead of hiring some dudes out from in front of Home Depot. True. Yeah, and uh, he starts digging and finds a corpse, presumably a corpse. Well, foot. I mean, yeah, he finds a foot, and then a foot next to the foot. Yeah, two feet worth of feet. And, yep, and then he thinks uh, thinks to himself. This doesn't seem right. I yeah. need to go inside. I mean, doesn't quite have a psycho Billy freak out. No, he's it's working on it. Billy but freak out. Yeah. And uh, it's his wife comes home and he's all excited because he put the crib together. The front and the side. The 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 front and the back. Well, the two small sides, but not the the two long sides. Yeah. And he goes to put the the side on, 
And then uh, he has a full-on episode where he sees some blonde lady talking shit and put a cigarette out in his eye, I guess? Presumably. Yeah, like she's she's drinking and it, it's from the POV of a child inside of a crib. Yeah. And he uh, freaks out. Yeah, this is more of a Psycho Billy freak out. And his wife's all like, hey, man, like, it's cool. Like, calm down. I'll call the doctor. And they try to get a hold of the doctor, but he's like, they can't get a hold of him because it's 1993. It's not like he's got a fucking cell phone or whatever. He should have a beeper, though. Page him 911 so he knows it's urgent. Or a messaging service. But the he he's like, yeah, we don't need a doctor. I'll I'll see the doctor in the morning. We should have some doctors coitus. and doctors. Yes, and, and by coitus, we well, mean we for, we get to see everybody's undercarriage. Ew. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, Mark Hamill and Twiggy. Yeah, pretty sure I saw Mark Hamill's nuts. Definitely saw Twiggy's fanny. Yeah, fanny for sure. Because she's British, she has a fanny. I don't make the rules. Fanny. Nope. And then she bites him because he's hallucinating that it's no. A- he bites her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was because wondering what the hell you were talking he, about. He thinks it's the uh, some other lady, the lady from earlier, some possibly. Lady, some blonde lady who has been beaten up a bit, and he is then. Uh, Presumably sexually assaulting. Yeah. And he bites her neck to, I don't know, shut her up. I don't yeah, fucking for know. Biting. I yeah, don't know how this works. Yeah, it's 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 a weird scene. And then Twiggy's like, get the fuck off of me. And he's like, what? He's like, you fucking bit me. And he's like, I don't know what's wrong with me. I should read the Bible. Yeah. More Bible. Yeah. That's a good... That's a good solid move. Whatever that mm-hmm. happens, you should probably read the Bible. I guess. Yep. So he. Well, uh, that's what uh, Toby Hooper is telling us. So the next day, he hunts down the doctor man in the parking lot. And he's like, hey, man, where the fuck did this eye come from? Because it's doing some weird shit. And the and doctor's like. Some guy named Abby Normal. Yeah. And the doctor's like, look. Bro, it's an eye. That's not how eyes fucking work. Like, for real. What are you even on about right now? Where did this eye come from? Yeah. So he gives him uh, a little bit of info. It came from some death row inmate or something. After he was electrocuted. Because it was after he was electrocuted, I'm pretty sure when you electrocute someone, it does a lot of damage to the eyes, given that the eyes are mostly uh, liquid. Yeah, they gotta put like stuff over your face so your eyes don't fall out in front of everybody. Yeah, like so, like gross. <clears throat> microwaved eyes probably not the best thing to give to someone. Yeah. So, uh, because it's 1993, he heads to the library to get into that sick ass microfiche. Oh, and the lady has to show him how to use microfiche, which is even better. I'm like, I love they had a librarian character show him how to use microfiche because one. No one knows how to use microfiche, and two, microfiche only existed in the 90s, apparently. <laughs> yeah. It only existed in horror movies and spy movies for some reason. Yeah. Junior high. And, I didn't uh, have microfiche in my junior high. He gets the skinny about the, uh, the serial killer guy whose eye he has. Yeah. Who originally tried to dispose of women's body parts down his garbage disposal which again a garbage disposal has trouble handling eggs it's not going to handle legs yeah arms especially with all that bone especially when you don't run water and uh you gotta run water and then so presumably and then he's that presumably since that didn't work he just buried them in his backyard and there was at least seven of them that they dug up Yeah. Am I correct on that? Yeah. That's that seems right. Yeah. And so, so now, now we have an explanation for why he saw an arm in the garbage disposal and dead feet 
in his backyard. And also, he sexually assaulted the women, which is why he bit Twiggy. Yeah. After showing us his nuts. And uh, he, like... He... He... Loses consciousness or whatever. Wakes up or comes to by, like, some kind of crime scene. Is like, oh shit, heads home. Tells his wife Twiggy, hey man... The murder eye is fucking murdidly erdler eye. It's it's making me do bad things, man. And then uh as that's happening, he tries to kill Twiggy. By tying her hair to the table leg? Yeah. Like you do. Which, which did you notice that she had one of those flip do's? Like the remember like from the nineties they had that like hoop? that little loop you could put up through your hair and put your hair through and then pull it down through between your hair again. That was like fucking like ass seen on TV in the nineties. Yeah. Do you guys that she had that, what someone had done that to her hair. And I was like, Holy shit. That's fucking amazing. (laughs) It is very nineties. It was so nineties. It hurt. And, uh, Twiggy manages to save herself by quoting Bible passages. And telling him that like his real his real self was in the Bible and getting him to read the Bible. Yeah. And like every time I've read the Bible, it causes him to realize the only true path forward is to stab out his eye, what's causing all the problems. Well, as the Bible says, Chris. If your right eye offend thee, pluck it out. Yeah. Or jab a goddamn set of pruning shears all the way into your fucking brain. Fiskers. Yep. Yeah. I mean, either one. The Bible does not discriminate. Fiskers is fun to say. And, uh, he's dead. He died. Yes, quite dead. This is over. And we go back to the morgue, where it turns out that John Carpenter... Was really a, a corpse the whole time. Oh my, what a twist! And that's, I mean, that's it. That's pretty much it. Well, and Tom Arnold and Toby Hooper, like, perform an autopsy on him. Yeah. Or scream when small, we don't know. Yeah. It's Although true. my wife got pretty grossed out by the random organs that they were pulling out, like the kidney and the liver and stuff. We didn't see any of that shit. It's true, it went all little. Was it our fault? Oh. Yeah, you guys had technical difficulties. Yeah. Yeah. But, but they do the whole thing like, hey, dude, I'm going to go get some coffee. Oh, yeah, could you give me some coffee, too, so like we can eat and, and or drink around a corpse just to show how blasé we are about corpses at the morgue? you got to check that box. I mean, yep, they're not made of stone. Nope. And then they, uh, they get the head saw so that they can open up John Carpenter's head. It's full and of then we- techno music and black stuff. It's full of synth music and Sh- William Shatner masks. And that's body bags. Body bags. Hotlanta, thoughts huh. on the film? On the film. Ah. <laughs> it was all right, you know. If you like anthologies, it's a fun one to watch. Eh. Overall, it's not like it's, it's nothing spectacular. It's good for an anthology. They did have the, the star-studded cast. John Carpenter, Sam Raimi, Sheenste Easton, right? Yeah. Wes, Wes Craven, Toby Hooper, Greg Nicotero, Mark Hamill, guys. Twiggy, Dennis Debbie Frost, Harry, David Warner. Roger Corman, Stacey Keach. Stacey Keach. Dennis yeah, like, Frost. Jesus Christ. And all the actors. Uh, but yeah, it's all right. It's pretty good. Half lit, you know. Yep. Yep. It continues our series of films that are completely passable, but not anything spectacular. Yep. Yes. It's okay. I probably had more fun trying to remember why I remembered a person when I saw him than I did with the movie. I think... John Carpenter is having the most fun, except for maybe Stacy Keach. Yeah, because fucking Stacy Keach 
I don't know how he, I mean, the dude is, I mean, he like has, he had, he, but he was like the lead on a TV show for quite a while, whatever Mike hammer or whatever the fuck it was. I think he's done like fucking Shakespearean stage work before. And this was before Titus. Like this was like a good, like five years before he was on Titus. Yeah. And he just like, he fucking went for it. Like he did not phone it in at all. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think it suffers probably the most from the fact that this was originally like a made for showtime thing back in the nineties. So budget wasn't super high, but it's fine. It's totally, it's fine. It's, it's fine. Watch it or don't. I mean, there's worse things you could watch, but also there's not any particular reason. Just besides, it's fun to see all the the like horror directors and weird stars they pulled into it. What do you think, Troy? Yeah, I mean, it's a resounding. It's okay. I mean, there's nothing bad about it, and it's fun to see all these people in it, but. Like, there's nothing special about it. I guess maybe in the 90s, like, some of this may have hit a little harder. But, like, by the fucking 2022, how many fucking, I've had an eye transplant and now see weird things, like, happen. How many of those movies have we had, you know, since 1994? Probably, like, 10, 12, 15. I don't fucking know. It's just... It may have been a little more groundbreaking at its time, but it these days it's it's just okay. I mean, if you really want to see Mark Hamill's nuts, watch it. Other than that, I think you can probably skip it. I didn't want to see but it's him. Okay. I mean, it's a guy's nuts. There's worse things. True. Yeah. So what are we watching next week, force. Chris? We are watching Ready or Not, as suggested by yes. D-Cat and D-Hat. That is correct. Uh, and this is not a Fuji's biopic. Or maybe it is. I have no I... idea. No, I think it has uh, Samara Weaving in it. So I'm excited because she's pretty awesome. I, I've heard good things about this movie, I believe. So I'm excited. So hot, Lana. Ah! What if other people... Ah! Okay. It's, it's all you. Ah. <laughs> you can find us on the Facebooks or whatever, man. Meta, right? Is that what it is now? Because we are Slaughterhouse Princess. You can go to slaughterhouseprincess.com and find all kinds of stuff there. Uh, you can email us directly at slaughterhouseprincesspodcast at gmail.com. Eh, we're on like all the internet stuff, you know, like Twitter and iTunes and uh, barking at your Alexis. Stitcher, um, YouTube, Patreon store, and discord.slaughterhouseprincess.com. And, uh, yeah. And thank you to our patrons. We appreciate your yes, support. Thank you, patrons. So come back next time for Ready or Not. And what if you're ready or not, about movies, we'll drink about movies. Bye. Got Mark Hamill's nuts and Stacy Keach's uvula. My specific fetishes have been crossed off the list. Crossed the trip.